1 Chronicles 9 1-10-14 So all Israel was recorded in the genealogies written in the book of the kings of Israel. But Judah was exiled to Babylon because of their unfaithfulness. Now the first to resettle their own property in their cities were Israelites, priests, Levites, and temple servants. These were some of the descendants of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh who lived in Jerusalem, Utai son of Amahud, the son of Omri, the son of Imri, the son of Bani, a descendant of Perah son of Judah. From the Shilonites, Asaiah the firstborn and his sons. From the Zerahites, Jewel and 690 relatives. From the Benjamites, Salu son of Meshulam, the son of Hodaviah, the son of Hasanwah, Ibnaiah son of Jeroham, Ella son of Uzi, the son of Mikri, Meshulam son of Shephatiah, the son of Ruel, the son of Ibnijah, and 956 of their relatives according to their genealogy. All these men were heads of their families. From the priests, Judiah, Jehoiarib, and Jachin, Azariah son of Hilkiah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Zadok, the son of Merioth, the son of Ahitub, the chief official of God's temple, Adaiah son of Jeroham, the son of Pashur, the son of Malchijah, Masai son of Adiel, the son of Jazerah, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshulamith, the son of Immer, and 1760 of their relatives, the heads of their families, able men for the work of the service of the house of God. From the Levites, Shemaiah son of Hashab, the son of Azrikam, the son of Hashabiah, a descendant of Merari, Bakbakar, Horesh, Galal, and Mataniah son of Micah, the son of Zitri, the son of Asaph, Obadiah son of Shemaiah, the son of Galal, the son of Jedithan, and Barakiah son of Asa, the son of Elkanah, who lived in the villages of the Natophathites. These were the gatekeepers, Shalom, Akab, Tilmon, Ahiman, and their relatives. Shalom was their chief, he was previously stationed at the king's gate on the east side. These were the gatekeepers from the camp of the Levites. Shalom son of Kor, the son of Abiasoph, the son of Korah, and his relatives from the Korahites were assigned to guard the thresholds of the tent, just as their fathers had been assigned to guard the entrance to the dwelling of the Lord. In earlier times Phinehas son of Eleazar had been in charge of the gatekeepers, and the Lord was with him. Zechariah son of Meshelamiah was the gatekeeper at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The number of those chosen to be gatekeepers at the thresholds was 212. They were registered by genealogy in their villages. David and Samuel the seer had appointed them to their positions of trust. So they and their descendants were assigned to guard the gates of the house of the Lord the house called the tent. The gatekeepers were stationed on the four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their relatives came from their villages at fixed times to serve with them for seven-day periods. But the four chief gatekeepers, who were Levites, were entrusted with the rooms and the treasuries of the house of God. They would spend the night stationed around the house of God, because they were responsible for guarding it and opening it every morning. Some of them were in charge of the articles used in worship, to count them whenever they were brought in or taken out. Others were put in charge of the furnishings and other articles of the sanctuary, as well as the fine flour, wine, oil, frankincense, and spices. And some of the sons of the priests mixed the spices. A Levite named Mattathiah, the firstborn son of Shalom the Korite, was entrusted with baking the bread. Some of their Kohathite brothers were responsible for preparing the rows of the showbread every Sabbath. Those who were musicians, the heads of Levite families, stayed in the temple chambers and were exempt from other duties because they were on duty day and night. All these were heads of Levite families, chiefs according to their genealogies, and they lived in Jerusalem. Jael the father of Gibeon lived in Gibeon. His wife's name was Maka. Abdon was his firstborn son, then Zur, Kish, Baal, Ner, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Mikloth. Mikloth was the father of Shemim. 
They too lived alongside their relatives in Jerusalem. Ner was the father of Kish, Kish was the father of Saul, and Saul was the father of Jonathan, Malkishua, Abinadab, and Eshbal. The son of Jonathan, Merib Baal, who was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah, Piton, Melech, Tariah, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jara, Jara was the father of Alemeth, Asmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Benia. Rephiah was his son, Elasa his son, and Azel his son. And Azel had six sons, and these were their names, Azrikam, Bukero, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before them, and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines followed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed Saul's sons Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. When the battle intensified against Saul, the archers overtook him and wounded him. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run it through me, or these uncircumcised men will come and torture me. But his armor-bearer was terrified and refused to do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his own sword and died. So Saul died together with his three sons and all his house. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their cities and ran away. So the Philistines came and occupied their cities. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped Saul, cut off his head, took his armor, and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news in the temple of their idols, and among their people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung his head in the temple of Dagon. When the people of Jabesh-Gilead heard about everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their men of valor set out and retrieved the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. And they buried their bones under the oak in Jabesh and fasted seven days. So Saul died for his unfaithfulness to the Lord, because he did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance, and he failed to inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David son of Jesse. Acts 27 21-44 There being also much time without food, at that time having stood up in their midst, Paul said, It behooved you indeed, O men, having been obedient to me, not to have set sail from Crete and have incurred this disaster and loss. And yet now I exhort you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life from among you, only of the ship. For this night an angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, stood by me, saying, Fear not, Paul. It behooves you to stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those sailing with you. Therefore take heart, men, for I believe God that it will be thus, according to the way it has been said to me. But it behooves us to fall upon a certain island. And when the fourteenth night had come, of us being driven about in the Adriatic, toward the middle of the night the sailors began sensing some land to be drawing near to them. And having taken soundings, they found twenty fathoms. Then having gone a little farther and having taken soundings again, they found fifteen fathoms. And fearing lest we might fall somewhere on rocky places, having cast four anchors out of the stern, they were praying for day to come. And of the sailors seeking to flee out of the ship and having let down the lifeboat into the sea under pretense as being about to cast out anchors from the bow, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, Unless these remain in the ship, you are not able to be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the lifeboat, and allowed her to fall away. And until that day was about to come, Paul kept urging all to partake of food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day you continue watching without eating, having taken nothing. Therefore I exhort you to take food, for this is for your preservation, for not one hair of your head will perish. Now having said these things and having taken bread, he gave thanks to God before all, and having broken it, he began to eat. 
And all, having been encouraged, also took food themselves. And we were altogether 276 souls in the ship. Then having been filled with food, they began to lighten the ship, casting out the wheat into the sea. And when it was day, they did not recognize the land, but they noticed a certain bay, having a shore on which they determined to drive the ship if they should be able. And having cut away the anchors, they left them in the sea, at the same time having loosened the ropes of the rudders. And having hoisted the foresail to the blowing wind, they began making for the shore. But having fallen into a place between two seas, they ran the vessel aground. And indeed the bow, having stuck fast, remained immovable, and the stern was being broken up by the violence of the waves. Now the plan of the soldiers was that they should kill the prisoners, lest anyone, having swum away, should escape. But the centurion, desiring to save Paul, hindered them of the purpose, and he commanded those being able to swim, having cast themselves off first, to go out on the land, and the rest, some indeed on boards, and some on things from the ship. And thus it came to pass that all were brought safely to the land. Psalm 8 1-9 for the choirmaster. According to Jatith. A Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. From the mouths of children and infants you have ordained praise on account of your adversaries, to silence the enemy and avenger. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place what is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels, you crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler of the works of your hands, you have placed everything under his feet, all sheep and oxen, and even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Proverbs 18 23-24 The poor man pleads for mercy, but the rich man answers harshly. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who stays closer than a brother.